Welcome to episode 11 of Sneaky Athletic. Feels good to be in the double digits. Feels like we're doing something. I'm really excited about being a teenager in this. Yeah. Just not that it matters. Just a teenage dirtbag. Well, there's a little bit more credibility. Yeah. 11 weeks. That's a fucking long time. 77 days. This is longer than some relationships I've had. That's a fact. (laughs) Um, So, all right. This week, uh, we've got our regular segments. Bring more energy. That's what I need from you. Okay, just chill out, man. I just got to describe the episode. No, that's um, what I'm saying. We got March Madness. We're there talking we about how it was chalk to start. And then we got some good games. Uh, AAF, dead. Done. Dead and gone. Um, and then we got NBA playoffs. Phil Mickelson Swish. being a badass. Uh, and then just some random stuff, how we're going. You know, your weekend was pretty crazy, I'm sure. I haven't even heard about it, so we'll get right. to that. I was kind of saving it. So. Mm-hmm. so before we get to all of that, Rock me out. Before we get to all that, let's talk about our sponsor. So this week, Sneaky Athletic is brought to you by the Fertilizer Service Company, the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying sons of guns. Woo! And they're having a hard time holding these deals down. You already know what services they offer and where they're located. So hit them up at 660-686-2402. If you need that good shit, Fertilized Service Company, trusted since 1956. All right, let's get started. Bowed my soul, I gave it all. But loving you was never easy. What up? I'm just fucking chilling, man. What's up? Come on. I am hyped to be here. I'm so excited. I had a cold brew before the started. I'm still fucking wired. Are you? Yeah. I forgot you went to the coffee shop. You kind of treat yourself today, huh? Today was a major treat yourself day. All right. Well, are you a Donna or are you a Tom? Um, I feel like I'm more of a Tom. Really? I think Tom, well, Tom seems to always be like buying food treats. Okay. Like, yeah. he always gets the cake that says, like, treat yourself on it. And I went and got pizza, donut, coffee, <laughs> and then two shirts and a haircut. But, I mean, enough about me. I want to know about your weekend. All right. So, I had to work, flew out. I was super prepared as usual. Um, I think that my entire life can be summed up by my ex-girlfriend of high school tweeting mm-hmm. right before I went to college. Okay. And tweeted, Alec moves into college today, and he still hasn't packed. So... I hadn't packed after I got off work at 10. My flight left at 9 a.m. Uh, so I came home, dicked around some, you know, mm-hmm. of course. And went up there, got a hotel, uh, you know, flew into Vegas, went out, did really well betting. Really, really well. How many games did you lose, you said? I only lost one game the whole weekend. That's pretty good. Least amount of money I put on a game was 20. And so. That's not bad. Yeah, trail me. I'm on a heater, man. Yeah. I am. Last day, I lost 175, though. We won't talk about that. That was on the table, though. So. Yeah, so I'm a big roulette guy. I am. Me too, but it's a devil's game. Well, the thing is, is I feel like it, it's almost a pattern base, you know, somewhat. I mean, it's just random. I think that each person puts a specific amount of force behind the ball 
and spin. And they also turn the tables a specific amount depending on who it is. There's you know? still so much. Oh, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like statistically, the odds are just dumb. But I love the game. It makes me feel great. Yeah, you feel like a little kid when that ball's spinning around and you're like, oh, yeah. be black. Hands clapping together. And you're just, oh, you're on your edge. I have never stood up and sat down so many times in such a short period. Mm. Oh, my God, what is it? Oh, fuck. You know? <laughs> but the highs and lows. One, really well the first week. Uh, we didn't do much traveling around there. Uh, we ate really well, though. I had two of the best meals. The food alone had. is worth the trip. Oh, my God. There is a 24-hour buffet at the Harrah's. I almost did that. Well, see, the thing is, it's, a, it's like a 36-hour thing for me where I would need 12 hours of the dispensary beforehand and 24 hours of the buffet, and I think that's what I want to do for my birthday. Mm. <laughs> Not a bad idea. It just sounds hearty mm-hmm. and heartful and heartfelt. Okay. Unlike of that. the rest of my weekend, which was pretty much me just losing money and being drunk. So normal Vegas. Rambling and bambling. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, did a little karaoke. Um, I, I'm telling you, this food thing, I can't get over it. We ate a dish that was served inside of a baked piranha. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're the craziest out there. I mean, they're, they bring they take everything to a new level. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, ate a lot of family style meals. Uh, we should bring that back. I think that's a good, uh, just principle to use. I just being able to eat that much and share it. You ever been to Buca? The no. Italian place? Uh-uh. I have one at the plaza. They do it like that. I fucking love it. Buca. It's like Buca de Beppo or something. Oh, Buca like de it. Peppo? Yeah. 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 You I gotta say that. the full word. I love that place. Oh yeah. No, that shit's heat. Whenever you do that. Yeah. Absolutely. I, and I love sharing food. I like get a lot of variety and take a little well, bit yeah, of Well, yeah, you get more options and also... All about the options. It's super nice when I don't have to fucking worry about the person next to me nibbling. And I say that mostly because, like, I, you know, I do mm-hmm. that. And of course, well... Yeah, because when, like, when I go to a restaurant, if somebody orders the same thing as me, I get pissed. I, I have to change my order. Yeah, yeah. because just on the off chance that, like, I want to have the most variety possible. Yeah. So if I get to eat some of their food, well, if they have the same thing as me, it's like, fuck that. If I go back... I can't have a good recommendation if there's only two dishes yeah, and they're the same thing. Yeah, I agree. Anyways, are you mad this week? Because it took me a minute to think of a beef just because I was in vacation mode, baby. Kicking it. Cocktail 10 a.m. Interesting. I wish I was there, but I was working because blue collar, uh, you know, the blue car- collar portion of this podcast. But my yeah. beef. Yeah, you're right, though. <laughs> my beef is scheduling. <laughs> what? So I was just looking at my calendar. Okay. I'm booked till after the 4th of July. Adulthood. I got people text me about lake trips at the end of July. And I'm already booking my calendar up. And like, not that all these events are going to be super fun. Like, I'm going to love going to them. But when I scroll through my calendar and every single weekend is taken, and then there's like doctor's appointments in the middle, I'm just, it stresses me out. I hate it. I got a little stressed just listening to you because I know that we have some of the same weddings to go to. Mm-hmm. June is all weddings. Uh-oh. Maybe I need a schedule. <laughs> yeah. I got a tough schedule. Here's the thing is if it's not that week, do I need to be that worried? See, that's a you thing. I need to just let future me take care of this. It's a future I me problem. I have really been working on that recently. I feel like whenever I stress out, I am just 
constantly looking into the future. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't worry about what's around me. I'm like, oh my god, tomorrow if I make a left hand turn instead of a right, my entire week's fucked. Like the butterfly effect or some shit. I don't. I think it's just I'm a high anxiety person. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. What are you mad about? I'm just a pussy, really. Uh, I ooh, okay. I'm walking the line on this one, and I want to say that I don't want to tell anyone what to do before I state this, but I also would like everyone to heed this warning. Uh, quit saying the N-word. I've been on this train okay. for a while. Um, I just don't think anybody should until it's done being used in a negative context. I think that the people who are using it are going to perpetuate it, whether it's, you know without bad connotation or not like it's still gonna be wrapped up in that to someone and until we can quit saying it it's just it's gonna be the same thing i mean we quit saying like homophobic slurs you know like we can get on this come on yeah and like the r word's been pretty well dropped speak for yourself that's ridiculous well i'm will say that i am just holding that mantle until the n-word is done being said interesting because i feel like if there's one of those that's worse than the other like i'll say retard fair i mean everybody's (laughs) got their hill to die on um i'm definitely becoming more and more pc the older i get is it that dude well i mean when you're younger like a lot of words you just don't understand what's going on the first time i said fuck i was on the playground at my school my elementary school and this, you know, older kid was riding around on his bike outside of the fence. And I was there after school. My mom was a teacher at the time. And this kid was just riding back and forth. And he said fuck like four times. And I just remember going home and being like, hey, mom, what does fuck mean? And just like slamming on the brakes, gasp. Like, where yeah. did you hear like that? Like, you just don't, like, you can't wrap your brain around it at a young age. And you're not, mm-hmm. especially like we grew up in small towns. It's just, you're so isolated that. Oh, yeah. You know, and so then you become older and you realize, you know, certain things are bad. And I also think that that ideology doesn't get challenged at all in that sort of area. Yeah, it's like a mob mentality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, even you can see that whenever you go down to like such a sub level of inner family conflicts, which is a huge thing in small towns, you know, where they are really just I completely forgot the word you just said. Mob mentality? Yeah. 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 (laughs) ADD. Um, But, you know, they really group up on one family or another Mm -hmm. because of whatever. So moving on, you got any tips, lifestyle tips? I do. So this didn't happen to me, but I looked around to a lot of the people traveling with me and they didn't do this. And I think it is just super dumb. Uh, I really was helped out with it on the way back. But take an extra pair of clothes on your carry-on. Like if you lose your bag... You want to be stuck in those bitches for a couple of days? You know, like, I'm not saying that that happens every time, but, like, I always have at least shorts, underwear, shirts, socks, you know, the Mm -hmm. whole thing in my backpack in case of an emergency. Like, I got back here from Vegas, and it was fucking 30 degrees. So, like, yeah, yeah, I needed some pants at that point. Uh, Just help yourself. I'm a big fan of, like, if I'm going somewhere, like, a beach or a lake or somewhere, on my, like, carry-on in the bag I keep closest, put my swimming trunks in there. Mm. Immediately water ready. Wow. See, I just don't like it, the beach that much. Well, I mean, I'm just saying in those, like, vacation scenarios. Yeah, yeah but I just, I'm not that excited ever to go. I mean, I I just burn, so Are I don't know why. you a big beach guy? I'm more like a, I like the idea of the beach more than the mm. actual beach. Yeah, I like the mentality. The mm-hmm. beach mentality is a good mentality. The beach mindset. Yeah. 
Yeah. Salt life. Eat it, bitches. And my lifestyle tip is get a pet. So I'm mm. going to be a pet owner soon. <laughs> and it's statistically proven that pet owners live longer, have suffer from less depression and anxiety. Um, they're healthier because you're more active, things right. like that. Get a pet. It's basically what I just kept telling myself and my mom and dad. It's like, these are the reasons. They're like, when is that coming? Like five and a half weeks, six weeks from now. Okay. Mid-May. Right. Yeah. Late May. I gotta start saving up then, because I know I'm, I'm gonna want to spoil any dog that comes by. Well, yeah, by. it's gonna be cute as shit yeah. too. Why don't you get an ugly one? Just kidding. Yeah, yeah. dumb question. Uh, why do you do that, people? Like, ugh. Yeah, I just I'm not the biggest fan of like pugs and I, Shih Tzus, and so I deal with them all the time. I fuck with pugs. I don't know what it is. I think it's just I appreciate someone lazier than me. Really? I don't like brachycephalic dogs, which are the dogs that have the, like, their noses are pushed in as much. I'm super glad you explained yeah. what the hell that was. <laughs> yeah, it's so like the ones that don't have muzzles. Yeah. It's just, they have more health problems in general, but, like, I don't know. It's just not my cup of tea. But to each their own. Oh, fair enough. You want to hear a big old cup of tea? Mm. Well, you're going to have to check out our website. Okay. I got some blog posts up. You got me. It's really... On the up and up, we got some merch coming out on there soon. Merch is dropped. It's dropped. Okay. So we have merch available on the website. We have articles if you want to go and check those out. Um, just our regular uh, links for all of the episodes will be there. And what so, is that website? Sneakyathleticpod.com. Man. Just sounds good. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. It took me a lot to really put that bitch together, uh, mostly because I'm inept at yeah. technology. <laughs> well, that's what happens a lot with basically everything we do. Yeah. I think every week when I tweet out the episode, there's a typo in it. It's kind of your thing, though. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> and I always fix it for Instagram because I just copy and paste the tweet the tweet to the Instagram post, and I'm just like, son of a bitch. Getting more polished. Like if I just would have read that. <laughs> I, I need to that. pay a little bit more attention to that because I always use your Twitter link first. Yeah. Uh-oh. Do you have anything to make me smarter this week? I'm talking about a Google this. I'm talking about a little Google this. So my Google this, I don't know if it's going to make you smarter, but it's definitely super interesting. Right. So um, this article is titled, Majority of Pilots Admit to Falling Asleep in the Cockpit. So That's this, just a standard thing, I thought. Yeah, but it's like, this is, let me, oh, I'm pulling it up right now. I think it's 29%. I mean, are you scared about that statistic? Like, what does that information mean to you? It's just like, I think it's something that, it's like a conspiracy that we all, that finally was proven true. Like, I think everybody's like, oh, planes fly themselves. They basically just sleep in the cockpit. Like, they're just like a supervisor. And then they're like, yeah, and you're right. Like, right. It's, it's like seeing behind the curtain. It's like seeing how the sausage is made. I don't know. I guess it's just kind of like, I thought that anyways. And so you just confirming it. Just makes me more right. Yeah, twenty nine percent say they've woken up to find the other pilot asleep. <laughs> and, okay, that probably shouldn't happen. And forty nine percent of flight deck crew believe that tiredness is the biggest threat to safety. Hmm. I wonder if that's just because of oh, their scheduling. Fifty fifty six percent admit to nodding off. Yeah. And 29% said they've awoken to the other pilot asleep. Hmm. I mean, literally asleep at the wheel. I guess my thing is, is uh, it's still safer than driving. 
Yeah, definitely. Statistically, if we, we want to stick on that, yeah. Yeah, but they need to follow your advice. Schedule a little better. Yeah. So mine is the Walter White of the United States and LSD production. Okay. This man, his name is William Leonard Pickard. I learned about this over the weekend talking to one of my buddies, and his arrest, which I believe was in Kansas, took down. He was, was he running from the cops and got caught in Kansas, or was he producing LSD in Kansas? So whenever I say Walter White, I very much mean this guy was in charge of producing 80% of the nation's LSD. That's a big number. By himself. And it was just some fluke thing out in Kansas where he ended up getting caught, like, He's a very Walter White takes all these precautions, you know, makes sure everything is set up, but it just some sort of anomaly happened and he ended up getting caught and the LSD production went down 80% and just such a kingpin. He was just, you know, I don't, I believe that he had some sort of biology degree. Uh, yeah, he's a Harvard graduate. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> that math adds up. And... You're selling 80% of anything, you're a kingpin. Oh, I'm sorry. The DEA claimed it led to a 95% drop in availability. Yeah. So, people aren't getting as trippy. But I think that it was interesting that there's very much a Walter White out there, living, breathing. Um, Another little thing to add on to that is, statistically, the highest people to break bad are high school and college chemistry and biology professors. Well, because I think they can have the ability. Yeah, they have the ability, and they see an opportunity to make a lot more money than what they're making right now. Yeah, I definitely think that teaching. <laughs> don't like, get me wrong; it has its hand in that. And they probably feel smarter than people all, all the time. Aren't they just kind of self righteous dicks? Mm. I remember hating every science teacher I ever had. I know, like I've had one in college that was a down to earth guy. The rest were just Agreed. snobs. Yeah. What the hell's wrong with you people? Like, they just, I don't know. I guess they paid all that money for that education, so they think they're that much smarter than everybody. I mean, just because it's something that other people hate. It's like, just because you're the smartest person in the room doesn't mean you need to act like it. Mm, They're not necessarily always the smartest people in the room, though, right? With a group of college students, I don't know. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, okay, yeah, the kids that they're We're talking professors. I I just meant with their peers, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's also like a mob mentality thing. Interesting. Like they just, that's the way they're supposed to be. That's the way everybody thinks they're supposed to be. I have very deep thoughts on changing the political system. Yeah. Of math, of like biology teachers. What? Oh, of just like, okay, we're getting off. We're we're way off base. Let's bring it back with some March Madness. So I thought that the first weekend also article available about March Madness. Okay. The I thought the first weekend was just pretty chalk. And by chalk, I mean I yeah, all no the idea. higher seeds were winning. It's how the tournament was supposed to go. I had no idea that's what that meant. Yeah. It took me maybe the first three, four days of watching March Madness to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, so it was like the first time in 11 years that um, all ones, twos, and three seeds made it to the Sweet 16. I don't know. Either the Sweet 16 or the round of 32. I had to, I think it was the Sweet 16. So the the first one, the round of 64, round of 32, was like, eh, whatever. There was Super the, boring. There I was, was the Duke-UCF game. Or was that... 
I'm getting all my days confused up. There's there's so much basketball. My brain's just what running happened? together. What happened? We just completely but derailed. Anyways, let's bring it back together. All of the Elite Eight games were awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's that Virginia one Purdue of the game. Best progressing tournaments. I've yeah. Ever seen. It's 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 had a great build. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. There weren't the like crazy upsets early, but it's just constantly building upon building. On like that Virginia that Purdue Virginia game, which I had a lot riding on. Was awesome. One of the best college basketball games I can remember in a long time. How much you have riding on it? Well, I had the ability. To, I had the ability to win two hundred dollars riding on it because of my survivor pool, and then I ended up winning two hundred dollars on it. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, but that game I'm was awesome. High on Auburn, they impressed me all tournament. Dude, they are just a bunch of animals. They're out there. Yeah. They run and gun. They're forcing teams to turn over the ball. Like they're hard to defend. They're one of like. Whenever I watched Oregon, I felt like they played a very similar style, mm-hmm. but they weren't consistently making those shots. And I don't know if that's a coaching or player thing, but yeah. It's, or just a who's hotter thing. Like, you know, that's true. I mean, but Auburn did lose one of their players, but it almost seems like they've rallied around them. Yeah, I think that some cases that helps. It depends on who the yeah. player is, you know. But we'll see when they go up against Virginia because Virginia is going to slow the game down and try to take control. And I'm surprised. That I just hate watching them play. So I'm kind of surprised that they've made it this far. But they do all the things that we talked about. They have good coaching, yeah. experienced guard play, and they control the pace of the game. <sighs> yeah, they're probably going to win. Yeah, it's annoying. They're the only one seed left. Yeah, they did make me some money, though. Uh, I will go ahead and recommend betting Virginia under on anything. Yeah. Anything. Good God. I mean, they're going to just stop the ball and make it They made dead. me a lot of money in Vegas. Are you betting Virginia unders? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I bet some Virginia unders. I bet the Auburn upsets. Um, So those were two big payouts for me. And uh, just to toot my own horn here, I hit a couple of five-team parlays on NBA games. Big dog. I know what's going on here. Obviously. I'm getting a lot better at college basketball, but I still think that it's in such turmoil that it's kind of hard to figure out where it's going. And Coach Cal just got re-signed yeah, to a lifetime, a lifetime deal. We're talking lifetime, folks. So it's $100 million plus other incentives, which are kind of not really named, right? Or well, some of them so are? there were some. So he's guaranteed a position. And yeah, eventually, afterwards. Yeah, eventually he he's going to – once he retires, he'll move on to basically like administrative assistant. Who cares? In charge yeah. of recruiting, things like that. So basically it's just like a built-in – like, he gets to do whatever he wants job after he's done coaching. I mean, I don't hate it. Like, Kentucky's a blue blood. They're always going to be there. It's a hotbed for talent. I really like, liked it, honestly. Yeah. Um. It's Well, the thing that impressed me the most, most with him, and I'm not a big fan of him, if you don't know me, Um. I almost got kicked out of a Mizzou game sophomore year. Facts. Of just yet literally berating him. From the stands, and I had the police come and get yeah, me. Yeah, they walked up, almost yeah. kicked you out. Got the wrong guy, though. Yeah, they, uh, <laughs> yeah. thank the Lord, they grabbed the guy right behind Alec and I and yeah, started which yelling at him. My 19-year-old self talking to that cop would not have gone well. No. Uh, mostly because I threw up on the way to the game. I was so drunk. Yeah, it would have been a shit show. Anyways, he really has done well with progressing players who aren't just one-and-dones. I mean, Hero's been there for how long? A couple of years, right? Yeah. I mean, he's a transfer and like, but still, yeah. I, he is doing really yeah. well with experienced players as well as the one and dones together. Yeah, like Willie Cauley Stein stayed around forever. 
Um, I mean, you got you got those guys who will stay two or three extra years, but then he can also mesh them together with, you know, your freshman standouts. Mm-hmm. And they haven't. He's only won one at Kentucky, but he's gonna win another. Maybe. I mean, he's got a whole lifetime to do it. I think that that'll be the thing that ends up booting him if anything does. Interesting. So speaking of things that are lasting forever, let's go in the opposite direction. Love. AAF. Oh. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Dead. Just nothing. Like who? Who didn't no see this coming? At all? Huh? Not even a heartbeat. No pulse. No. Huh? Who killed it? D E D dead. <laughs> um, I mean, basically, like the upper management. Nobody like they didn't really want to have a football league. If that makes sense. They're they're kind of using it for like self promotion and Wait, stuff. Is AAF the one that we were just watching? Yeah, it just happened today. Like in the middle of the season. Right, they just collapsed. Yeah, they just stopped all operations. Whoa. Yeah, they don't have enough cash. Even with like a, a CBS deal, the new $250 million investment, all that stuff. Man. Just getting Johnny. Wow, yeah. I didn't realize that it was, ju- I thought it was like end of the season. Like No, we didn't even get to finish the season. Right, no champion. Yeah, and now it would have been like a hot time for them too because March Madness is over. Right. It's it's only up from here, pretty much. Yeah. And who really cares about the early baseball season? Yeah, but I mean, I how much did anybody actually watch it? I heard a decent amount of people. Like, there was some chatter, you know? I mean, I watched, like, week one when there was that crazy hit. You remember that? Yeah, that was really good fall. for them. Yeah, and then they got Johnny, so I'm sure ratings bump a little bit, but he got a concussion this last weekend. I literally turned it on to watch, and that play he got a concussion. Do you I think that was the kind of deciding factor? Like he was going to be their savior? That was the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, I don't. I think people need to stop investing in Johnny Manziel. I don't know why they haven't realized that already. He puts asses in seats. Big goof. Uh, yeah. Uh, sure. I mean, it's like Tebow and the Miners. Yeah, but I would put all my faith in Tebow, and Tebow would put it in God. Are you going to go against God? Now you're putting words in my mouth. Well, I mean, you could really flip that on me pretty easily. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, other big baller news. Phil Mick? Phil Mick, the All biggest right. of ballers. So, you tell this story. I liked it. I so, really liked it. So uh, Jake Owen, who's a, a country artist, was on a recent golf podcast and got to talking about Jordan Spieth's wedding, which was uh, like shortly after the Phil tiger uh vegas showdown and uh supposedly jake owen went up to phil and was like he after he had a couple of drinks and was like hey you owe me 30 bucks he's like i paid i paid for that pay-per-view and you guys sucked you couldn't even get the sets on that dude yeah he's like you couldn't even get three birdies combined and he said phil just looked at him pulled out a wad of hundreds out of his pocket took one off the top handed it to him said i made ninety thousand of those just a couple of days ago keep it like, holy shit, Phil Mickelson. I think you have to give that 100 back. Yeah, I mean, I think you basically have to devote your life to Phil at that point. You're his baby right, back, There's bitch, one or right? other options. Like, you give it back to him, and you never speak of that moment again, and you have to make something of yourself. Because even if you never speak to him and you don't make something of yourself, you're still this little bitch. Yeah. He'll I be mean, calling you for favors at, like, 2 a.m. That's Big Daddy Phil. Mm-hmm. Like, just walking around. I mean, he's the big dick in the locker room. They have locker rooms? Uh, it's, you know, clubhouse. The Masters has a locker room where only guys who win the Masters get to go in. Right, but it's not a locker room, is it? A dressing room. Hmm. It's like hockey. 
I think hockey has a locker room. No, they're called dressing rooms. That's fucked. Who made these rules? Okay. Hockey players. I'm confused. They have all their lingo. They call, like, big contracts tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, Real snipe, Sully? Yeah. It's like, it's a dressing room, not a locker room. They describe... I was listening to somebody... Lines, shifts. Yeah, and I was listening to somebody describe a contract, and they describe, like, a million dollars as a sheet. I was like, oh, he just signed a ticket for seven sheets. So he just signed a contract for seven mil. Do you think it's mil. a northern thing? For sure. Huh. It trickles down from Canada. Well, I mean, they're just idiots for staying up there anyways. I've discussed that. It's too cold. Big dummies. Other big dummies. Porzingis? Top ten. Really? So I truly believe he didn't do anything. So, I'm going to be honest. So tell the people what's going on. Give me get, At least give me a recap. All right, so if you guys remember um, a little bit before the trade deadline, there was a big trade between the New York Knicks and the Mavericks of Dallas. Mm-hmm. And Chris Stapps Porzingis, their huge star of the Knicks that recently was on knee surgery or tore his ACL. Um, and they also traded away... Um, you know what? Fuck it, it doesn't matter. Insert basketball player name. Boom. And picks. Um so Porzingis goes over to the Mavericks. They have a history of sexual assault as well as kind of covering it up within the organization. And Porzingis had a woman who had filed a rape charge on him. Allegation. Well, she had – right. She hadn't filed anything at that point, but she was saying that he had done this, and he had alerted the team in the NBA. Because the Knicks knew before – the trade went down with the Mavs. Correct. And that's what really looks bad on the Mavericks is they have this history. They knew about this and they went ahead with it mm-hmm. and really just kind of kept it swept under the rug. And now it's come out. But here's the thing. Whenever you tear your ACL, I, you'll know more about this than me. How much pressure can you put on that? Not much for a while. Well, I, I, for a big guy, probably not much for a couple weeks, but then you can walk around. Like my little sister was on only on crutches for like I'm talking three days. The day it happened, it pre-surgery. Sometimes you can walk around on it. Really, guys will play with without them. I mean, it's he, lateral movement. It's not like doesn't hold your whole knee together. They're the ones that cross, so it's lateral movement. It's like he couldn't like juke somebody out. So he can like rape walk. somebody. I wouldn't take that off the table. Okay, so it's plausible for sure. Anyways. That's the time that she thought it was, or she alleges that it happened, was the day that he tore his ACL. He went back home that night, and after meeting with this woman multiple times and nothing happening, he raped her that night. Hmm. But since then, she has kept in contact with him and has also invited him to hang out more, as well as tried to extort him for money, which he has produced the evidence and notified all the proper authorities NBA, law enforcement, the team, and... Dude, what did we talk about a couple episodes uh, episodes ago? The gr- NBA girls who fall around the teams are crazy. They're a different type. But, I mean, I'm not going to say that nothing happened until the reports come out, because I don't know enough about the inside of this, but the girls who are cult followers of the NBA and, you know, know where the players are staying in hotels and stuff are not to be trifled with. Well... After multiple extortion attempts, and there was a couple other things on her record of not to attack her anything, mm-hmm. but she has sent multiple messages. Just trying to present the facts of yeah 
of trying to extort him and the intentions to extort him to other people. Don't look great on her part. Right. And, I mean, if that happens to you and you're going to make a come up out of it, great for making something out of nothing. But if that's not the case, it's tough. Tough look. Sounds like a sticky situation. Uh, Well, I hope it wasn't a very sticky situation. (laughs) You putting down what I'm putting down there? Yeah, that's just a, like, as an organization, I don't want to deal with any of that. I agree. Um, But I still think that it's more more impactful that it's the Mavericks because they have this history. And the NBA is really making a push to hire more women coaches. So Spurs just got their second. Is this the first good move by the Knicks in the last two decades? Last Um, decade? Let's just. So, not necessarily. I believe that the Mavericks really shot themselves in the own foot by not saying anything not as much the Maver- or not as much the Knicks had such an advantage by getting rid of Porzingis um the advantage may be there just from the other things going on with Dolan not getting along with him and him having other issues in the locker room but i still don't think that the payout that they received is accurate for who they gave up interesting i mean he's good he's well, yeah, he's good, but like he might have to miss a bunch of games and jail. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'm just gonna go ahead and say I doubt it. Um, but I'm sure that's a possibility. But I still think him and Luca is more destructive than anything that the Knicks could have really put together. Um, so you're true. helping out that team more than you're gaining yourself. So we'll see. Um, interesting that the playoffs are starting and those teams are at the bottom. So we have all the spots in the West locked up. Like they're done. Uh, nobody else is getting in on the East Pistons, Nets, Heat, Magic Hornets. They're all fighting for three spots. Thing is, is Florida might miss just the entire state. They've been fighting over it forever. Um, but I, it's really just Florida sucks. Really? Putting that take out. I'm, Okay. Too many gators and snakes and bullshit. You scared of snakes? I yeah, I don't like them. I don't like them either, but I'm not scared of them. I mean, well, I don't like live my life in fear of snakes. I'm yeah. just saying. I just don't like reptiles. I don't think. Yeah, scales and they freak me out. Why do you have that? Yeah, and why aren't you warm blooded, cold blooded? I don't get it. Yeah, is there a purpose for that? Yeah, it has. I mean, it has to deal with like exoskeleton things. A lot of different, like... Yeah, it's a whole other episode. Yeah. I mean, Sneaky I Athletic be... Podcast Animal Excursion? Yeah, like Outdoor Edition. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, playoffs, we have... People are going to win. You know, the Bucks, Bucks are they're going far. That was my last bet they're in Vegas, team. by the way. I mean, they're finally proving they're a legit team. We'll see how the Sixers come around. Big article on that. I think that... You just you know kind of what's gonna happen. I don't really know what else to say about it Who's because Zion going to. I think you're an idiot if you don't take him first, and therefore, uh, it's kind of still a battle. I believe for yeah. Who's I mean, get that I think first pick. it's a lot more evened out this year, right? As well as you know, with the NBA, it's a random lottery system. Yeah, um, you get percentages based on where you're at, but, but the percentages are more evened out, like for the top three. Yeah, but that's it. John Morant, dude. He looks good as fuck. I think that he's probably the best prospect that I saw, to be honest. Full round. I mean, like, I, I wouldn't be disappointed at getting him at all. Yeah, he. I don't think he has the highest ceiling. 
No, but I think he's one of the most well-rounded right oh, now. Absolutely. I mean, he got a triple-double in the tournament, and that, that was the first time that happened in like seven years. And, I mean, those guys around him, just trash, trash. bags. Yeah. Trash city. <laughs> oh, my God. I, How, why did he do that to himself? Maybe just a shot. He wasn't really he wasn't really highly recruited until he went to a Chris Paul camp like his senior year hmm. of high school and then just balled out and then still didn't get a ton of offers but finally got some D one offers. I lost my jewel. We'll find it later. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I do think that a lot of times that happens with really good players. I mean, look at Kawhi, for example. He went to San Diego yeah. State, no one knew who he was. But CJ McCollum. Those people usually hit the hardest later on. Yeah. Those are the biggest payoffs. Um, R.J. Barrett, though, is probably going to be in the league longer. Um, here's the thing. is I don't think that I have an accurate idea of what Zion can be because we haven't seen anything like him. Sure, we saw LeBron James, who is similar in body type, but LeBron never went to college and had that experience. So it was kind of just, all right, we're going to fucking figure out how he does. Yeah. You know, Get in there, champ. And... We kind of have a little bit more assessment now, and I think that that is honestly why this huge microscope is under him, and who knows if fucking he'll be able to pay it off, you know? I just... Yeah, I mean, I'll be interested... He's really limited I'll be interested in, like, what position he's playing. Uh, I saw somebody today said that he was going to be a five in the new NBA, and I was like, no, get that out of here. He's playing a four, stretch three, somewhere in there, Mm -hmm. but, like... By position, I mean who he's paired up with. Like, is he paired up with a true four on his team? Because that's going to change his game a I lot. I think it depends on the matchup as well. Or, or I mean, or a good five that clogs the lane. I feel like that's going to throw his game off. He's never played with that. I don't think that he needs to be around someone. That, like, that's idiotic. A true five? Yeah, no, he needs yeah. a stretch five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clear that lane out, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking landing strip. Like, he just needs a runway and... Clock him. Did you see his block against uh, Michigan State where he almost hit his head on the backboard? Yeah. I he mean, had to dude's duck a his head to the side. Right. I've been seeing a lot of people do that recently, and I don't know if it's just me paying more attention or we're just getting more. We talked about this, getting more and more athletic, like yeah. defensive tackles. I mean, yeah, some of these true. positions. And that was that guy's argument why Zion would be the best uh, center and you know, in the league in the next like five years or whatever. He said he was like that teams are getting more athletic and getting smaller, and it's like, I don't see it happening that faster while he's in the NBA. They're not necessarily. I think fives are just getting, you know, centers in the NBA are just going to get stay the same size and to get more athletic. Right. I mean, for example, Chris Anthony Stapps, Davis, Anthony Davis, they can yeah. fucking boogie can bring the ball. Up, yeah. You know, like those guys still have four inches on Zion. So, I mean, Draymond did something with it, but we'll see. Yeah. It'll be interesting. All right, well, let's move past the Zion to more important issues. Our wrapping segment. Our wrapping segment, our bread and butter. Fake takes. All right, you want to start it off? Absolutely. Uh, Did you see Tom Brady's tweet? I did. And if you haven't, Tom Brady announced that he was retiring via Twitter, then responded to it very quickly and said, "Um, do you remember... Uh, was this a bad joke, guys? Is that what he said? Yeah, he was like, JK, is this a bad joke? <sighs> Anyways, after this tweet last week, Tom Brady has officially surpassed R. Kelly as America's most hated man. I mean, there's a lot of hate out there, but a lot of love in Boston. But let's keep it with Patriots. 
After announcing his retirement, Rob Gronkowski has now decided to join the porn industry. I was going to say, Playboy contract coming his mm-hmm. way. Seven tickets, baby. What is that? Um, Chippendales. He's going to join, you know, with the... Like the Magic Mike shit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's what he's going to do. March Madness has officially been diagnosed by the World Health Organization and American Psychiatric Association as a mental disorder to help gamblers nationwide. Did you see that statistic where $4.6 billion are gambled on March Madness? How much is one? Not as not that yeah. much. And uh, I saw companies lose an estimated $6 billion in production during March Madness. Oh, yeah. The first day of the tournament is the least productive day. Yeah. And think about like all the extra internet that's getting used and things like that that go into hmm, effect. Yeah. That boss button... Good idea, terrible execution. It's still, yeah, it's a fire idea. Yeah. Like, if you could really put something together. Like, let me fuck around with those slide pages yeah. a little bit. Make it seem really real. Um, so, in, the NCAA names Fletcher McGee the whitest player in March Madness history. <laughs> um, We've kind of matched up here. We don't talk about these beforehand no. at all. Um, So, I'm really hoping we're going to go for three for three, but I'm doubting it. LeBron James to be rest. <laughs> Sorry, spit it out. LeBron James to be rested for the remainder of the season, thus activating him off the DL and the Owl League. Sorry, and the Owl, the official wine drinking league. Oh, Vino's only starter, baby. Um, I don't. Generation I don't have talent. a third one. I can kind of try to. Let me, let me just brainstorm real quick. Okay, brain so blast. I'm gonna go ahead and filibuster here for a little okay. bit, and my big thing that i wanted to talk to people about devin booker your favorite my oh the biggest favorite of mine but uh the suns are of course i i'm kind of feeling with rage saying this so i'll move on um devin booker has done things that only wilt chamberlain has done and he is scoring as many points as you know the great of the greats of kd lebron like this kid is going to be doing things that we haven't seen before the second that he's on a competent organization or if they make some moves around him. But we'll see if hell freezes over. I'm really, really hoping. Thoughts I, and prayers to Devin Booker. I just, I love that kid. I want him to succeed. He's hate, two years younger than me. I, hated I feel him in like college. he's my brother. In college, I hated him so much, but I do enjoy him in the NBA. Keanu Post smacking his shit back in Mizzou Arena. Yeah. That's all I needed from him. Embarrass yeah. yourself in our arena. Yeah, I'm cool with you. Yeah, that was that his was dad went to Mizzou. If you guys didn't know, yeah, he was supposedly a 50-50 Mizzou Kentucky commit, and he's from St. Louis. Who is? Uh, oh, is he really? He lives yeah. in St. Louis. He's from St. Louis. Oh, who is the other fifty-fifty guy? Uh, Ezekiel Elliott. No, 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 last year uh, with the uh, the Porters went to Kentucky. Oh, motherfucker! He plays for the Knicks now. Yeah, Kevin Knox. Knox, yeah. There you go. Yeah, he was never. That came out later from one of his teammates that he, or like one of his members of his team. I think that was more of a recruiting trip for him to get the Porters. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fuck him. So. I, as in Kevin Knox in Kentucky. Yeah. Let me be very clear. I'm high on the Porters. As yeah, well as Michael is high. Even though Jonte went to Colorado and tore his ACL. Which. I know he's joining his brother up there and hanging out, but uh, how are you that active? Dude, he literally admitted 
on his like post, he was like, I knew I shouldn't have been doing it. The doctors, I like disobeyed them. I wasn't ready to go game speed yet and went game speed and tore his ACL. Retore. Torn. Torn. <laughs> what a big idiot, man. Like, I, that's all I was thinking. We're just losing millions of dollars. All right. So, have you achieved your goal of. No. We'll just save it. All right. To be continued. This all for episode 11, right? Episode 11. All right. Make sure you buy t shirts from us, please. Please buy our merch. Also, it'll just make me feel really good if I see somebody in it. And I don't want to be the only two to buy it. Yeah. I mean, if we're both buying it, and then if three others buy it, it will be, like, published. Like, they'll be made. We just need five people. Oh, so they don't get made until then. They won't be made at all unless five are made at least. And then they ship out at the beginning of May. So I really need you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least three. All right. Well, you guys have your own responsibility, listeners. And we're giving you guys some homework. As well as checking out that website. I really spent a lot of time on it. Check out the website. Check out Instagram, Twitter. We got the Facebook page up. Facebook is up. And get my tax return. So YouTube is in the process. On the way. A camera is is being looked at. We're close. I up can feel up. it, guys. I it, can feel it. There is a suggestion box as well as on our um, website. Mm-hmm. So if you guys have anything, uh, especially last week to this week, or if you want to see more guests, um, anything specific on the Patreon, um, more topics, be looking out for the Patreon. We'll be adding a short this week and that will continue a hundred percent that and the t-shirts is really, I, my most important thing is give me money. Yeah. So we can do a better job. It's really not like we're trying to make money off at this point. Like we want more soundproofing stuff. We want to upgrade our mics. We want to do things like that so that it sounds better. And that, you know, we can grow our audience that way. Right. And then we'll slowly turn it into a cult and grow all over the world and, and we'll take get you over. guys to drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. All right. Sound like a plan? Yeah. Ready? Right. Break. Right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, that wraps it. And so thanks for listening, guys. As always, I love you. Sneaky.